0: Welcome to the show. You can watch and subscribe to the Project FIA TV show on YouTube. Drop comments and questions to us on the podcast via Twitter. Our handle is Project FIA. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy. This is Project FIA Goes PC.
1: Hello, everyone. This is episode number 75 of FI Goes PC. And as always, I am your host, Rebels Zen, a.k.a. Danny Hale. And, well, you know, uh, lots of things have happened this week. Lots and lots and lots of things are happening all over the world this week. We'll get into that right in a minute. But I will say, you're probably wondering what Winifred's been up to. She is our producer. She can say hello. Permissions. See? Say hello.
0: Hello. There you go.
1: Ah. You've been playing with Octopus all week. Or Octopi. Or just a singular octo- thing. <laughs> a thing that has a massive head and eight legs.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you call it? Octopus? There you
1: go. So, you've been playing with one of them all week. It's your friend. You've It tamed is my it. friend. It's, in fact, very close to you in your uh, bunker. How's life in a bunker?
0: Uh, bunker-like?
1: Is it very gerbil-gerbally? No.: <laughs> Is it gerbily gerbils? Oh. Did you hook up your generator on your little treadmill? Are you running power now? I did hear some stuff that sounded like power, but I guess that you could have just burped underground and it would have come out like that. I'm literally still in my tent. It's kind of war torn. It's uh, tattered, uh, in pieces. I had to wrap myself around uh, like when it got cold a few nights ago uh, in some of the canvas. That's now just I've been half eaten by sheep basically. <laughs> And uh, I haven't, but the the tent has. I should clarify that. It sounded like I'd just been half eaten by a sheep.
0: Sounds like a sheep came up to yeah. you and started nibbling on your yeah. That's weird. On your arm. That is weird, unless there's a
1: scary and no one will see this horror film every, anywhere or everywhere. Uh, attack of the uh, cannibal sheep, which wouldn't be cannibals unless no, they hurt you're each not other. A sheep. Yeah, well, I mean, I you know you could argue if you're wrapped up in uh, canvas at a certain light, I look very bad like mm. Yeah, Molly mm. jumpers. Okay. Anyway, that's a really bad horror film. If anyone wants the ultimate B movie, sheep. Attack of the Sheep. Yeah, it's a bad movie. Mm. Yeah, that's that's how you sell it. Mm. See, You're doing all of this stuff for people out there who want movie ideas. It's uh, a bad B movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could film <laughs> it. It's one of the only ones you could film yeah. right now. Yeah. Because uh, as we social know, social distancing. Yeah, fields big. Fields big. Mm-hmm. And sheep can't mm-hmm. get it as, as uh, well. F- currently, sheep can't get uh the virus so that's good
0: not that they know of i guess
1: maybe it all started with sheep
0: <laughs> they haven't tested the sheep yet yeah,
1: they have eaten half my tent so i'm not too friendly with them at the moment mm. i'm a bit of a strop sat here with crossed arms luckily the weather's been pretty warm over it's the uh nice. the weekend hasn't it it's been sunny
0: you're so british talking about the weather all
1: the time well you gotta do it because you know <laughs> sunny days here very rare bit like a unicorn mm. uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Talking to which, Pete's back at work. He is? Yeah, hunting is. unicorns.
0: Yep. No, Slaying no. Slaying them
1: left, right, and center. Send me a picture. <laughs> he'd won a bottle of wine. Oh. Because he'd hunted enough unicorns. They basically do, like, cash handouts, like a bingo haul. So you kill 50 unicorns, and you get a little toy car. Oh. And you kill, like, 650 unicorns. Mm-hmm. And you get a holiday to Ibiza. And if you do 2,000 million you get a bottle of uh, some kind of sparkly wine. I think okay. it was sparkly. Yeah. He's been wearing his visor, so he's very yeah. careful. Yeah. Know. Yeah. He was advised to wear a visor. Mm. That's what an advisor can you does. Can get unicorns? Um, unicorns can get it from you. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> But of you're
0: going to kill them
1: anyway. Well, that's all right then, isn't it? You know. Um. Um, but there you go. So uh, enough about him. He's uh, off doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good, though. It means that things are somewhat coming back to normal. Somewhat. somewhat. He's mm-hmm. also living in his own. He's found his own place. Well, he's sharing. He's moved
0: his house. He's
1: sharing in a hunter's lodge.
0: He's moved house.
1: Yeah, yeah. He moved his house, brick by brick. <laughs> it's it's a bit of an operation. <laughs> well, that's what he's been doing for three months—just mm. moving his house
0: mm. <laughs>
1: down the street. You know how like Americans can just put their house on a kind of truck. Yeah. And drive off. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna take Nebraska with us. You know, take your house with us. Move to Tennessee and take mm. our Nebraska house with us. Or you can do um, it like
0: an up with um,
1: balloons. You could. It wouldn't work. Um <laughs> but uh with us in England we have to do it brick by brick and then mm. reassemble. It's like the ultimately worst. Bur- uh, furniture? furniture building I tried to merge furniture <laughs> Burniture Burniture, building. Furniture building <laughs> See the sheep are messing my head I've been like shivering all night And my lips aren't working So I'm like <laughs> half in a sleep coma or something uh, Anyway you'll have to bear with me folks I'm making words up apparently Or merging them together mm-hmm. We've all had days like that mm. Yeah
0: mm.
1: a lot of us do Especially <laughs> illiterate ones um, <laughs> I'm just going to say Well I don't read as you know uh, Unless it's uh, drawn out for us <sighs> It's a drawn out process comics, mm. um, yeah, it takes ages, so uh, I'm just gonna say this I'm doing a, a brief the stories of the u k today, folks, so mm. if you listen around the world, I think it's good to tell you our headlines around the world. No one's complaining because there's been no comments ever on <laughs> anything, uh, but what I'm saying is, uh, you know, if you're in Mexico right now, if you're in like uh, Spain or around Europe and uh, Australia and all, the whole world, you don't always have a bird's eye view of England and you probably don't want one. No. <laughs> but we're going to give you one uh, and it's going to be a crow.
0: Here's some irrelevant news for you today.
1: Bird's eye view of England. Why is it just the eye? It's like, it's like giving me a, a visual that birds are always winking.
0: No. Yeah. It's from the bird's perspective. Yeah, but it should be
1: bird's eyes cuz I have two of them. Why
0: not just the bird's view?
1: Exactly. That exactly. Would make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like feminism. That's what? the bird's view, pretty sure. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so up? basically what I'm going to do is just going to get like it's a bird's view anyway. Um Ooh, You're terrible. I'm sometimes terrible. I'm I'm sometimes referred to as Danny the terrible, uh, cousin of Ivan um basically want to just get into the news so a few things i'm going to start with the cool stuff prince william you haven't heard of he's not married to a famous hollywood actress he's the other one uh harry which we all know because he's a wizard Uh um william his brother who's not in uh, hogwarts he is doing an amazing thing and i'm just going to reach out because if you're a royalist or not it's actually an amazing thing. He's trying to rule out homelessness in England. He's being very proactive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's meeting some homeless people. Uh, I just think he should invite them all to his, his grandmother's house. <laughs> yeah, no, there's loads of room. There's Buckingham Palace. Of, yeah. yeah, you could call it uh, mm-hmm. someone else, like Homeless Palace. No. Be great. Why not? <laughs> It'd be like the White House, which is meant to be the people of America's house. Mm-hmm. And the president just rents a room. Yeah. Why aren't they all getting cash payments? People of America, you need to ask your president for rent money. He's living in your house. Just saying. Um, I
0: think they've been giving out checks actually.
1: The US government. Well, it's got nothing to do with people from Prague, Winifred. What? Nothing to do with that, all right? <sighs> you can't just because we're leaving uh, the European Union and Donald Trump thinks it's a conspiracy apparently, you can't give out checks. They have a right to, to their own freedom Cash and their choices. Handouts. Cash handouts, yeah. oh, that's a whole different thing,
0: but in the form of a check.
1: Are they doing it like banditos, just going <laughs> around the street and throwing it to the people? You know, that would like, be more entertaining. You're at home, and like, uh, someone from the secret service bow and arrows uh, wad of money into your living room, that would mm. be great, wouldn't it? So, that's what they should do. If it, I always said if it was Latino America, mm. which it should be, and a Mexican ran the place, Lucha Libre, they would have Zorro do that job. <laughs> yeah be amazing see
0: <laughs> cash handouts for all
1: yep and he's a like lot The, the and Hood. a lot of mysterious pregnancies let's be honest uh. if Zorro's on the case <clears throat> it's a bit like mexican james bond really mm-hmm. but he's named after a fox there's one foxy lad one foxy Zorro. Lad. yeah yeah look it up kids um so that's one story i think that's amazing prince william tackling the homeless problem
0: yeah sure It's also
1: a little bit like, you know, I live in a massive house, so this will (laughs) never be my life. But that's okay. He's doing something. Mm. I like it. I think William is a human being. Because he's he's bold as well, which is he's literally bold. And he's boldly going where no prince has gone before. Look Mm. at that. Yeah, to to homeless people. I don't think there's ever been a royalist, uh, a royal family member, or anyone in any high authority dukedom or whatever they call it, King's Knighthood, Order of the Phoenix, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, Whatever they call themselves. Uh, I don't think they've ever done, you know, mm. that he might even buy a big issue. I'd have a lot of, well, like, again, if you're listening from around the world, sorry, we've said this a few times, you probably have no idea. Uh, I'd say look it up, but you really don't want to. It's just a magazine. Them? It's a magazine. Basically, in the UK, we have this kind of uh, rehab Program where homeless people can make a tiny bit of cash selling, distributing this magazine called Big issues Brilliant! It's been going on probably since the 80s, I think, mm. and it's a really cool concept. No one buys them though, so it sort of doesn't really work out too well. Mm. Very few people, one in fifty thousand might, because anyway, it is what it is. But it's kind of a cool incentive. Anyway, I really like that Williams doing that. Mm-hmm it's great yeah it's sort of uh there's a lot of really good stuff happening i think we've had the black lives matter movement just to get the message across is a great thing Yeah. followed quickly by the latest process in the uk and i feel really stupid for saying what i said last week masks are now officially folks a problem to people in britain there has been a massive process today where people are like i don't want to wear a mask mm. well, tell me to wear a mask mm-hmm. And I'm going to point this out. We aimed it all at Texas last week. I'm feeling like a right (laughs) Muppet. Texas is laughing at me now. Um, It's for your own safety, folks. You know? For example, you're mountain biking or BMXing, whatever they are these days, something like a hybrid mountain BMX. If you're on your bike and you're on a road, law, legally by law, suggests that you wear a helmet mm-hmm. because the minute a car clips you yep. or the minute you fall off because you're trying to be a stuntman like in hollywood where you have all these nutters doing wheelies and then say hey <laughs> hey as if everyone's a director looking <laughs> at them uh potentially uh you basically could die Mm-hmm. okay So it's really just kind of a common sense thing. We'll make a sort of soft law and suggest that you wear a helmet because in the case that you drive straight into a lamppost or something Mm because you're texting whilst biking, which you should never do. Uh, Or you're drinking whilst driving a bike, which you also should never do. Driving a bike? Yeah, driving a bike.
0: Riding a bike?
1: No, I do remote control to someone else on it. (laughs) I shouldn't really tell people that. But I have to entertain myself being in a field with a half-eaten tent. Um, so basically, and a massive chasm—it's still there, mm. it's still there. The water's gone because yeah. it's been pretty dry. You're um, just
0: caked in mud. Yeah. Being nibbled well, if by I a sheep. roll
1: three inches forwards, I plummet. You know, like the stock market right now. Um, but basically, it's a suggestion. Wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Now, our governments in this time and in America and everywhere else in the world is like you have to wear a mask to go in and it's so weird like you you have to wear a mask to go into a shop which is fully air conditioned vented and stuff like this uh you have to wear a mask if you're on a train you have to wear a mask if you go into a guess a restaurant now and then when you eat you take it off Mm -hmm. um or whatever it is but you don't have to wear one in an office Mm. because apparently offices are immune to stuff See, things like that, I think, get on people's nerves. Yeah,
0: the contradictions
1: yeah, are yeah, a little yeah. bit The, the whole structure of this is not scientific. No. It's basically like, I, I don't know, it, it just, like I said, it feels...
0: Disclaimer culture.
1: Yeah, it feels almost like, um. what can we get them to do this week, folks? <laughs> you know, like, there's a board meeting and... Well, this sort week, of suggest it.
0: starting Thursday you have to wear masks inside shops, whereas we haven't had to. Like It's actually going to be compulsory, starting Uh this
1: week. And yet there's been no rises in cases in the UK. So it's very contradictory stuff. America's just the same. And it's almost siphoning the people that can process logic and say, well, you know, it's just for our benefit. We Mm. might as well do it until it's all over. There's no harm. I mean, that's the uh, compassionate folks. (laughs) Then you have the sociopaths who are like, oh, I don't believe in any of this. Cough, cough, cough. Sneeze, sneeze, sneeze right in your face. Mm-hmm. And then you have the in-betweens who mostly are protesting. Now, I think it's just mass confusion.
0: Mm-hmm. Literally, mask
1: confusion by the mass. Masked confusion, okay? But anyway, it's kind of sad that it's come here. It's almost like whatever America does last week, we're imitating it. But whatever news we get, America's got tomorrow. It's very strange what's mm-hmm. going on with our two countries. On the tail end of that, there's, um, and I'm going to tell you this because I don't believe it for a second, there's a lot of wind lately. We all know the anti-China rhetoric. Mm-hmm. There's really this urgency in, in certain press outlets that are trying to push this idea that we're entering a Cold War.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we're not, because it's summer. <laughs> and you can't enter a Cold War in the summer. You have to wait for snow. <sighs> And they're going to send ballistic missiles, apparently, to uh, frighten off the convoy of America, according to this dude's fantasy picture. But ballistic missiles, by the way, they never make it to their target. They're too angry.
0: They're too angry? They're, too, they're ballistic.
1: And they're, and halfway through their flight, when there's no peanuts given out to them, and then you don't get in-flight magazine or nothing like that Is in their that, flight. Wh- that's why they they're just angry. Yeah, they're very angry. <laughs> angry missiles, ballistic. They're so angry, they're ballistic. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. Mm. yeah yeah, okay. yeah yeah anyway so there's that i'm just gonna say what i think i think this whole china thing is like it's gonna float over and it's mm. i think it's just everyone's trying to make a power play mm. and china's basically not really doing anything it's just sitting there going yeah whatever you mm. know let them talk i mean there's a few like if you keep annoying us we might do something <laughs> you know like why dread to think what i'd do but yeah i mean at this point Everyone's just having a problem with everything and everyone and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Yep. There are real reasons, of course. There's legitimate concerns. Mostly, the West um, wants their money back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that there's a
0: lot of political play. Everywhere. There's, there's,
1: It's very weird. The, the whole um, taking the chips out of five G things weird because mm-hmm. it's like Huawei chips are making part of towers. Yeah. And they just want to take the chips out. Yeah. It doesn't serve a purpose much apart from probably. Um, helps connect X to Z, or mm-hmm. it's a processor or something like this. They want to take them out of all of them by 2027. So it's a really, really furiously uh, drastic problem. We'll Urgent. wait. Yeah, we'll wait seven years to deal with it. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like no one reads the small print. Yeah. It's like everyone's just signing their life away, and they're not reading the small print on anything. So do read the small print. I think,
0: I don't know. I th- like when they say they're going to take them out by 2027... 20, uh, is it because it's really difficult to remove all of them? That's why it's going to take that long, or are they buying time to see if the situation changes? No, I
1: think what it is is like um, a veil
0: mm.
1: where they want you to hate China right now, and in seven years, yeah, it will still be Huawei chips in all the towers.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like they're they're buying time. I and think it, it I think it is. But just... you know, I mean,
1: who knows what's going to happen in seven years? Different no. government.
0: Yeah, right. You know, we
1: could be invaded <laughs> by then. By uh, Norwegian uh, missionaries. You just don't know, man. Man. You just don't know. I don't know But I think you should never put chips in the town anyway.
0: Yeah, they go bad.
1: They do. And it's very cold up there. (laughs) Birds love them. Again, feminist. But um, moving on. So, especially microchips. What's the point of them? They don't even fill you up. They're just crumbs. They're rubbish. They're trash. (laughs) Talking trash, man. Speaking of rubbish, um, the other story was, in the news, uh, or the thing that claims to be news, is, and I've had, you can tell I'm very excited today, right? You didn't ask me why.
0: Mm, Why are you excited?
1: Because the farmer was there all day. So I'm like, watch, I'm re-accounting, like, I couldn't understand a word he was saying. He was trying to get me to help him with something. (laughs) I didn't understand. But no, I was watching a lot of the news. That's why I know all of this stuff. I'm very educated this week. Right. Doesn't that impress you?
0: I was in my bunker. That's true. I don't know what's happening you in the weren't, world.
1: <laughs> you weren't... Were you actually literally on the treadmill, though? Like, trying to get your generator working?
0: Uh, No, because it's been sunny, so I'm using the solar power.
1: Oh, you got that hooked up. <laughs> I can't tell you so far away from me on the chasm. I'm literally... People don't notice when they're listening to me, mm-hmm. but I'm literally here with a telescope. hmm that's the only thing I brought with me is a telescope. I thought it would help to see when life returns to normal. Good thing
0: our mics are wireless.
1: Very good thing that our mics are wireless. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it is, yeah. They have no wires, folks. Apart from the one that's connected me to the uh the pack-y thing.
0: The receiver? Oh, is the that what we call it?
1: Is that what we call it? Transmitter. Sounds like a football position or a baseball position, a receiver.
0: Receiver and yeah. transmitter. That's a
1: really bad action film. The Receiver. Yeah, he catches <sighs> all your bullets. It's a very short film. You got short film. This is an ultra short film. The Receiver, right? Someone shoots a gun, he's dead because he's received it. <laughs> yeah, sad. So a guy was stabbed in Thorpe Park. Thorpe Park is a um, theme park. Oh. Yeah. It's the same chain as Madame Tussauds, Alton Towers, all that malarkey majobbies. Right. Um, Roller coasters. Yeah, mm. I have them. There's actually one called a vampire actually. Okay. Which is like my idea of awesome.
0: So what You was, ride a bat.
1: It's huge. Was
0: it a crazy person or was it an angry Don't person? Don't know the story, didn't a... read
1: it, just saw the headlines. Yeah. Uh at this point the internet died because the farmer walked away. Uh, <laughs> okay. so because uh, I was using I was bat tailing off his. Mm. He's got one in built in his head. Yeah, right. It, it's like you know when you get like the hearing aids?
0: Yeah. Is it a Wi Fi transmitter?
1: Well he's got a Bluetooth, I can guarantee <laughs> that. Uh, He's got a few missing teeth as well. Mm -hmm. Gap in the market. Um, And then he's got like this, uh, there it is again, the receiver in his ear. Mm -hmm. He's got one of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, We couldn't do this until he was at least uh, 25 miles away because we kept feeding off. It's very strong, his signal. You wouldn't know. You've been in the bunker all day. But his signal is very strong. You could say the force is rather strong with him Mm -hmm. uh, as far as Wi-Fi. But yeah, he's got built-in modem it's amazing what you can do with technology. So everywhere sure? he goes, he's like he's a, a hot point. Yeah, he's definitely is he a farmer. Not like an android? No, this helps his brain work. <laughs> he's so old. The guy's like 350 <laughs> years old, man. He's you know how you saw Hagrid in Harry Potter, and he speaks kind of like what we call Somerset almost mm. accent. Yeah. The guy right. who's playing him Scottish, Robbie Coltrane, is one of the best actors in, in this nation. Which is falling apart. (laughs) Scotland's (laughs) Scotland's made an amazing pledge of uh, why it should be independent. So Mm -hmm. is Wales. During this whole thing, they've coped with it very well on their own. I hope they don't, because I I love like I've said it before. I love them all being with us. Mm. They're like the uh, real of the UK. You know what I mean. Grounds. They keep it real. (laughs) They keep it very real. Um, Welsh are just fun people. Mm. Yeah, it's just you can listen to them for days. You know. But anyway. Farmer, so yeah, he's internet's been built in the modem, so you basically have an all-in-one now.
0: So, what was that about the stabbing?
1: So, <laughs> what about the stabbing? <laughs> I think I didn't read the whole article, so I'm speculating. There's some people here who are deeply affected by this, so mm-hmm. I've got to watch what I say, which means I won't. Um, basically, I believe he was really, really eager to get on a log flume. We all know what a log flume is, and if you don't know what a log flume is, you've never been to a roller coaster place. Oh, sorry, it's a, theme a water park. ride a theme park the theme you could do the most boring theme park in the world what's the theme of this park white <laughs> it's all just white oh no you've done a white supremacy theme park i have but it's only the color it's just everything's white in this white place anyway you could do a theme park like mathematics the theme park
0: banksy did a theme park he
1: did but it was Horrendous. It, it was like dismal. It was ironic, yeah. 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 <laughs> Anti- Everything was broken.
0: Anti Disneyland yeah. kind of a yeah.
1: Deal. yeah, see. Michelangelo would have mm-hmm. done an amazing one when he was uh the original Banksy. But what I'm gonna say is you could do whatever theme you want. Right? But the Thought Park theme, I don't really know what theme it is. Okay. It's kind of like English theme parks don't really have a theme. <laughs> they have colors and very rare. It's like, for example, you got this land here, which is like Transylvania, because that's really a theme. I don't know if people understood this when they're making theme parks, but this shows you how culturally ignorant people are around the world in the UK and America and everywhere else. We're all ignorant somewhat to a point. Transylvania is a real place, mm. and they're making it like it's this... You know Dracula? Yeah. yeah, it's set in the fantasy world of Transylvania. <clears throat> it's a real place, guys, <laughs> in Romania, right near Romania. Because I've seen, I've met Transylvanian people working at German Market in Birmingham. Right. They try to bite me in the neck. No. Um, yeah. <sighs> Man, vampires. What can you do with them? Uh, well, you can do a lot with them. I just showed them a mirror and they couldn't see anything. It's a good test. If you want to know if your friend's a vampire, take him to a mirror place or shop mirror place it's mirror place. <laughs> a mirror place we've all got them <laughs> stupid and he won't have a reflection because you won't see it mm. yeah mm. weird okay they suck in magic mirror places you know like at theme parks yeah. for example uh we're back there <laughs> we're so back anyway transylvania real place so when you're at thorpe park and i've named this thing transylvania and you're from transylvania yeah that's got to be weird. It's a little bit like going to the Epcot Center when you're British and seeing their idea of what Britain looks like.
0: Well, I had this example last week when I said, you know, the Chinese man theater is not Chinese.
1: The real name of which is the Chinese man's theater designed by a Hollywood stunt guy that actually, I believe, designed the Chinatown as well. Mm. It's not Chinese. No. What it is is... It's like a cartoon version of Chinese. looks like... A takeaway box. It does. That you get in America. An
0: American takeaway box.
1: And if you're in America right now, your Chinese takeaway boxes are iconic to you. No one has them outside of America. You know how it's like all wrapped in card and it's like a little mm-hmm, mm-hmm. thing going on. Uh, and the top's a bit wider than the bottom. Basically man's theater looks like that to yeah, me. Yeah. It's that shape. It does. And then what's going on with all the frilly stuff? Oh, I don't know. Like it's so bizarre. It's like, like
0: it's like the Thai sort of like
1: yeah. flicks. It's got go more up. Cambodia Thailand mm. afterthoughts. Yeah. And everyone merges samurai fiction <laughs> and you know, it's just like, what are you? You're like not even Asia. Everyone in Asia is, like, taking pictures of it. Not because they're like, oh, this is iconic. (laughs) More like, how's this Chinese, you know? And there's nothing in the theatre that's Chinese. No. Apart from the staff. You can get some Chinese staff members. Uh, You can. Uh, I believe. Anyway. And there's a lot of... um... This is one story. It's a massive tangent. One story about the Man's Chinese Theatre in Hollywood was that one of the au pairs... Guy's like, Hi hey guys, get your tickets from the ticket booth block that dude with a little fixed mic who thinks it's Britney <laughs> Spears. He was wearing you know Chinese style jackets. Yeah. You know, I've got the black one with the dragons all over yeah. it. He was wearing that jacket. Yeah. And when we're in Hong Kong, you get the impression I'm buying us from Stanley. Yeah. If you've been in Hong Kong, it's not a bloke. <laughs> it's a harbour I didn't just go up to Stanley I hey, mate can you sort me out a jacket the, the only Stanley that sells clothes in Hong Kong no it's a beach it's a beach area it's a harbour uh, yeah, it's a harbour sea it looks like Cardiff Bay we deduced interestingly if you're Welsh you'll know what that is hmm. pretty cool place and there's this famous sort of area where you get all of your traditional Chinese attire it is very tourist centric I never thought in a million years I'd see an au pair kind of dude in Hollywood wearing that thing it's exactly the same as mine. Mm. I was miffed, so I instantly went home and burnt it. No. Yeah, put it on a fire. I was like, oh, I'm not going to wear that. It's too mm. commercial, man. It's <laughs> like a white t-shirt. You Everyone's got one. probably
0: got it in Chinatown from a guy who got it at Stanley Market, you know?
1: Ironically, linking the whole thing together because the designer was the same guy. <laughs> right? Little Tokyo is interesting because mm. Little Tokyo is kind of thrown together a pseudo what an american thinks edo look like from a Kurosawa movie. Yeah. Bigger, bolder, brasher, like most things in the USA. But actually, the heart isn't wrong. Mm. There's a certain vibe that's quite Japanese about it. Nothing building-wise, architecturally. There's a few quite amazing steroid-induced Japanese traditional houses around little Tokyo area in LA. Yeah. That are really massive compared to what you'd have in Japan. Yeah. But there's there's a vibe there that's similar. There is a that feels, all, there's,
0: spiritually there's almost. There's a there's a slight there's a bit more authenticity in terms of the. There's atmosphere, a I guess.
1: million miles more authenticity than Chinatown, which is Chinatown. literally like you know in Be- like you'll see not Beijing but you know in um so mainland China. You always have someone who's been there and gone to the weirdest place. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh man, there's 30 buildings here and no one uses them. And it's like, I think they're going to try and build this kind of like district and then shove artists (laughs) or something like that. Or it might be a theme. Who the hell knows what this is? It looks like that, but that's authentic still. It's modern China, Mm -hmm. right? But the stuff in Chinatown, LA, it's almost like... Some dude showed this guy a oil painting of the Forbidden Palace or whatever, and said, "We want you to make that." And this dude went to town with creativity and well, because nothing looks authentic in any sense. Mm. The whole area doesn't. It's like if Disneyland did China again. They did Epcot Center, yeah. which is meant to be a permanent worldwide expo. Mm. You know, we went there when I was a kid, and they had like a British street
0: yeah
1: and it's kind of like when you go to universal studio and go to the back lots. yeah and you see the austin powers set or something stupid and you're like yeah they nailed the hell out of that that's mm. super english we've got loads of streets like that mm-hmm. not <laughs> i'll tell you how one english it is when austin powers was launched in the uk everyone here was like where's that meant to be and someone probably said ah oh, it's like not in hill Have you ever <laughs> been to night in hill so everyone runs to Notting Hill. Did you film Austin Powers here? And they're all like, what? You can tell it isn't. Because it's just nothing like the UK in any sense. Anyway, so the point is, we've talked enough about theme parks. Someone was stabbed at one. <laughs> and I have a theory. Okay. They're queuing up for a log flume. They haven't been able to go to a theme park for months. They probably needed the bathroom because of locking out all the water. And the queues are massive. And mm. you had to wear a face mask. Yeah. And all of these things spin at once. Yep. Yeah. And they GTA'd the place. They, GTA'd. they went full on Grand Theft Auto Man.
0: Oh. We don't
1: know anything about it, folks. We'll talk about it at a later date, maybe. But that's a really that's a horrible place to have a murder, isn't it? Or an attempted murder, or yeah. an assault.
0: Yeah.
1: A theme park. Yeah. What is the world coming to? No,
0: it's
1: this not- is the happiest is <sighs> like Disneyland. I'm not even gonna tempt fate. But it's like, if something happened at Disneyland, it's like, really? Like, you've got to mm-hmm. be the most determined sociopathic guy on the planet <laughs> to go nuts at a theme park. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, it's sad. it's sad. Very sad. People are going crazy. Mm. They're going crazy. This whole thing is stirring up some maniacs.
0: Side effects of lockdown.
1: Yeah. But the protests, the masks is... Uh... Honestly, I think a lot of people are going to reflect back on this later in life and be really embarrassed. Mm. you know because all the governments that asked anyone to do the global government really i know we've lost liberties and it's really appalling and you can have that argument but all they've really asked you to do is stay at home yeah so a lot of people are going nuts by doing what everyone wished they could do as a kid you know i want to go to school i want to stay at home well you now had extended times to do that i think it's obviously people are riled up over finances yeah and money and There's stuff like that. There's a lot of different stresses. But no one had the right tactic. You just live in a field.
0: Yeah, like Honestly, <laughs> what
1: I've been doing for three months is literally watching the grass grow. I've literally been watching it grow. And it's been cut. And then the process starts again. Yeah? And it's really embarrassing when I cut the grass around here. Because mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, how you got Forrest Gump doing the old tractor or whatever. Uh It's not like that. It's not like a guy sitting on a tractor doing a whole lawn. No. I think it was Captain Dan in Forrest Gump that did that. Um it's not like that. It's actually a combine harvester that comes around and just shreds everything up. Uh and if you're asleep like me, who wasn't smart enough to uh build a bunker and has created basically a national park uh by finding fault line. It's like you know how you can chisel a hairline crack and then the entire building falls down. <laughs> it's it's what I did, more or less. I didn't realise it at the time. Uh, yeah yeah mm. it's pretty embarrassing when you have to explain that you know how you just let me chill here for the three months because didn't have a choice because couldn't get back anywhere because we've got nowhere to go to because all I'm locked down and, and he was like um, well I mean it's probably gonna happen at some point that's the difference about England we've got a different crisis management brain most people in the world freak out about little this thing usually classically England if something bad happens we sort of have this kind of, um, like, oh, that would have happened eventually, wouldn't it? <laughs> we have this kind of morbid sort of keep acceptance. Keep calm and of, carry yeah. on. <laughs> it's not even that. The t-shirt should say, like, it'll probably get worse than it yeah. already is. A That's pessimism. what it should say. The keep calm, carry on is very Churchill, very Britannia, very mm. um, Empire. Can't really mention him now. He's a controversial cat, apparently. <laughs> yeah. um, but basically, the reality of the UK is... Uh, yeah, we expected that to happen at some point. It's, it's you know, it's a little bit more yam-yam. It's a bit more Birmingham, isn't it? Oh, All right, yeah, okay. Then. It was, the, the house that's built is probably going to fall down tomorrow. Like, you know, it was made out of tar and uh, stone. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we have a problem. Uh, Thatch roofs as well. You know, they're a dying form. Uh, yeah we've not been very suave i was realizing this quite a while ago you know when you have those deep philosophical moments F- <laughs>
0: yeah. philosophical
1: yeah when you're eating philosophical when you're eating
0: philosophical
1: what what philosophical falafel what what <laughs> philosophical falafel yeah that's a book <laughs> uh i can't speak folks I'm going to be honest, uh, I've been sun-stroked all day. The sun came down and went, all right. Uh, I don't know whose sun it was. Uh, shouldn't do that, really. I could bite him. But, yeah, it's the heat. It's uh sleeping next to a chasm with a tent that's, yeah, yeah. You don't realize how hard we've got it and how easy... Well, Wynn hasn't got it at hard, to be honest.
0: I'm living the life, Riley.
1: Yeah, you're living the uh, subterranean life of bunkers. With but my what octopus. I will say... What I will say is, uh, it took me a while to get to the theme park nonsense. Uh, but what I will say is this it's difficult. It's difficult times. It's crazy. What, it's really crazy. Like, you're hearing all of these manic stories around the world. Very few people are focused on anything positive mm. at all, which is really sad. You got like some fun stuff happening uh, where the BBC, for the first time ever, released a travel show part of the news broadcast right which was very strange um because obviously there's limitations so there's this one dude who was like eating oysters where they just won a city of culture okay i think it's norway and if i'm wrong about that sorry whoever actually won it but i'm pretty sure it's a norwegian place and it was a weird city and it's just one bloke that they send a camera crew out to watch him get an oyster and shallot and say, Oh, you've got this coming for you when you can travel. You're like, <laughs> What the hell's the point of that? Then there was another part of the show which shows you the first, and this was amazing, again in Norway, underwater restaurant. Oh, that's cool. It is cool. Hmm. They do seafood. You'd be alarmed no. to, to know. <laughs> Could you imagine doing that and you're eating burgers? Mm. Can you imagine? Like, you got all of this. this, this yeah. Your farm is in front of you. No, the chef actually goes foraging. He goes into the water with a spear um. gun and stuff. <laughs> no, I don't think he does that. But he gets all the seaweed. And he was saying, like, most people want... The be- Wait, this- Norwegians don't speak like this, folks. If you think I'm doing a Norwegian accent, no. I'm not. Okay, I'm not. They- what I'm doing is, like, soft cottony. So, uh, when I was in the old... Uh, I was foraging, right? Seaweed. I'm just doing this. You know how, like, you see the news? Mm. And they do the voice. Like, if someone's Indian... And they have to put the English in it, and they dub it. Yeah. It's the worst thing ever in the yep. news. I'm doing that, yep. so I'm giving I'm giving you a highlight of how bad it is. So Dubbed
0: voices are. This always is a Norwegian bad.
1: chef who can't speak English, <laughs> and this is what his voice. I'm going to dub it for. So I was out foraging. He had a sickle. <laughs> he had a sickle. Yeah. <laughs> I out foraging right. the seaweeds. Yeah. Because a lot a lot of people want the best ingredients. Right. They don't want the crap stuff that I'm doing here right now. And he was making a point just saying he forages whatever, whatever's in season, Mm. you know. And uh, the owner was saying, like, sometimes you get this spectacular view of fish, Mm. but most of the time it's just murky as hell water. (laughs) But it is an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing to do. And Norway is full of stuff like that. Mm. It's actually, I'm I'm on the official Norway tourist board now. You didn't know that? Yeah. Yeah. Board of tourists. I'm very board of tourists. They They won't shut up about getting refunds shut (laughs) up already we're all in this together folks you know Mm. so uh you know cut your losses
0: i'm still trying to get a refund
1: well i killed the conversation go on you uh yeah yeah but you can't refund me when i don't come with a receipt (laughs) all right you can't upgrade (laughs) so Um. anyway so the point is right this travel show it's so weird because we've, we, this thing with Spain where people are going, the hotels are like, yep, yeah, we're shut still. Yep. I mean, you hear that one story like two weeks ago, whenever it was, <laughs> and then people are still doing it yep. and they're just printing new ones. Another British tourist has gone to Spain, the hotel's still shut. <laughs> I mean, when this is like really a clue of how stupid people are getting in the world. When do you think, maybe I shouldn't really go to Spain right now? Or maybe I should check. Yeah. Before
0: going. Well, there was
1: a uh, the closer time there was a rave in an RAF field. Mm. Royal Air Force, by the way. If you don't know what RAF is, I'm just going to tell you internationally. A lot of people do. Royal Air Force, mm-hmm. which is not a postal service. It does sound like one okay. for the Queen. She doesn't take the Royal Post service. She takes the Royal Air Force. Then it's airlifted, go to countries. I mean, FedEx is way more efficient with a Harrier jump jet. It probably isn't. I don't think that can cross Atlantic fly. Anyway, if you used the army military craft, your courier service would be a lot faster. Okay. Because they're a lot faster, yeah. So anyway, the Royal Air Force base was host of an illegal rave. Mm. How in the hell do you do that?
0: How did they get onto the air Exactly
1: base? that. That's like saying Area 51... <laughs> Let's go party! Because the coronavirus... Area 51 in America is now abandoned because mm-hmm. you can't be in close pop without a face mask on even the aliens <laughs> uh, yeah even the aliens are kicked out you gotta go man can I just say I wonder if the American government is as mean to aliens getting into the country as oh. they are to British nationals you know <laughs> I wonder if they do the quiz so um, what, what's your plan here
0: how long are you Mostly probing, stay?
1: I'm gonna guess. Mostly some kind of experimentation. <laughs> uh, yeah, Have you got the right documents. I can't read them. And why are you telepathically telling me to smack myself in the face? Oh, I don't, <laughs> don't yeah. Do that. No, seriously, like, you know, <laughs> they're telepathic aliens. He actually
0: smacked himself yeah. in the do face. Do you
1: know the best thing to <laughs> do with stupid. aliens? I'm telling you. You know how Hollywood likes to remake movies? Mm-hmm. You do Rain Man, the Tom Cruise classic with Dustin Hoffman. Who's playing an autistic brother? Mm-hmm. An amazing movie, still holds up. Yep. Tom Cruise just looks five years younger. He's he, the dude is ridiculous. Oh, I think Tom he's Dorian Gray. Like,
0: yeah, he I think he's Dorian Gray. So He's got
1: a, he's got a picture somewhere. <laughs> he
0: uh, he does his not age at all.
1: Doesn't? He's amazing hmm? as well. We just watched the uh, latest Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible Fallout. I'll talk about that in a second. We'll All wrap right. up with that. Yeah. But what I'm going to say is, right, so important thing. You do the same film, Rain Man, but because we're in a PC world, not literally PC world, which you buy a PC from.
0: Which is a shop here. Which
1: is a shop here. <laughs> I think in America too. Is it? Yeah. PC world? It's actually an American company, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh Yeah. Political correct world. Yes. Where you have to watch everything.
0: You say. Yeah. It's, or things. It's
1: where censorship is profound profound God. censorship world is what it's called <laughs> pc world uh-huh. profound censorship that's what political correctness really is profound it censorship is. it is i'm so amazing it's
0: self-censorship
1: it is it's profound censorship see oh, that is profound it is profound yeah i, I, could, I couldn't say the word profound a while ago i'm defrosting <laughs> now um well it's night so i'm mm-hmm. actually not having sunstroke yeah or any sun stroking me. Get your sons what? away from me. Don't just come up. Don't <laughs> yeah. just like stroke the guy in a weird canvas, half bit tent. He's a freaky homeless guy. Yeah, I'm, I do look beardy and weird. I'm a beardy weirdo right now. What you anyway, talking about? I was Rayman. talking about, yeah. So instead of doing a Tom Cruise, Dustin Hoffman thing, mm. you have an alien that's come out of uh, Area 51 because of COVID. Right? He's got no documentation. It's Tom Cruise again. Might mm. as well do it. He's doing everything he's 10 and 20, 30 years ago. Um, so he can remake it with him. You can get Dustin Hoffman to voice the alien. But because it's unfair to depict autistic people, it should be, unless you cast an autistic person. Yeah. I think it's the same thing as anything else. Why not? There's a lot of talented people out there that can do it. Um, you know, yep. you got an alien. Because he's telepathic, he takes you to Vegas, he'll win the house every time. <laughs> I know what cards he's got. I and you could do it all like it wouldn't even be cheated because he's just telling you. Yeah, yeah, he's got a queen of hearts. He's definitely fingering around that. So, that, yeah, amazing. You all need to be friends with aliens. We're seeing it the wrong way, mm. right? So whenever you hear of the rednecks in the middle of the desert suddenly being new wealth, it's because their mates are an alien. They told them where the oil is. There's one. <laughs> There's one. You just have to dig there, mate. Okay. I can see through it. In my telepathic vision's... Yeah, mm. but there's a belief and this is interesting there's the latest belief on the greys the ones that everyone knows the little massive ed little things Yeah, like Paul the movie Paul Seth yeah. Rogen with um, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost mm. yeah those aliens the ones everyone knows take me to your leader with the smoke and a spliff posters and stuff that you always see they believe that they're either a future version of humanity coming back in time Like, we evolved to be that. Mm. Or that they're a synthesized being that we've created, like a drone person, and they send them out. Now, if it's a synthetic, like, say, for example, you build an avatar, like, you know, how you got a cuddly toy, Mm. and you can fully automate it, and it can just do stuff. If it's that, why the hell is it shoving stuff up people's butts? (laughs) It's like a robot gone rogue. Like a kinky robot. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a, it's a kinky space kinky robot. <laughs> oh, we figured it out, folks. Oh, it's an evolution of blow-up dolls way in the future. No. Yeah, totally. No. It is, man. It's sadistic. Yeah. Who knows? But they gray? Apparently. But you'd want them, if they were actually a being, sentient being, mm. single, not synthetic or anything like that, you'd want one for a mate, wouldn't you? What do you run out like when they introduce their planet, they're not an alien. They're culturally just a different thing. And then it'll be great like well, if they
0: immigrate here, then they won't be aliens anymore either.
1: How the hell do you intergalactically immigrate?
0: <laughs> well
1: It's very bizarre, isn't it? Like, but when you think that any of this could be real because it seems so detached from reality, yeah. and the fictitious dreams of, of many a redneck or whatever, you know, mm. nerd. <laughs> But it basically feels so far detached from reality to us that we all can be funny with it. But if this is dead true, like this is all real. And Area 51 is like some kind of international collaborative effort to work alongside and I don't know. um, Like if
0: Men in Black was real.
1: Well, there's there's people who believe it is Mm. legitimately. Like, the film's based... There's lots of theories. It's not conspiracy. All I'm saying, like, Area 51 is a mystery. And a really famous guy called Bob Lazar, who worked there in a place called S4, which was sectioned off, like, a different part of the estate, but I think 70 kilometers away from the site. Mm. And it was the side of a mountain, made to look like a mountain. He's come on record, he's very credible as a scientist. He was actually a rocket scientist as a kid. And he fit rockets to his car and just drove (laughs) to work in it. And he was flagged and then sent to do... um, What they were trying to do is um, break down a reverse engineer, alien tech. And he found this thing which was a gravitational force Mm. engine, basically, and these things could manipulate gravity, therefore manipulate time. Mm. And he saw it being tested and stuff like this. So his story is very credible. And the thing, and he's got an amazing name. What an amazing name. Bob Lazar, mm. right? The the stuff he's saying, he actually led to them finding something called Element 115 or something like this. Okay. Which has now got a Moscovium or something like that it's called now. Mm. Anyway, the whole story short it really is a credible story that something's going on and it's got nothing to do with aliens per se, like he didn't see anything like that. He Mm -hmm. just saw the crafts and they had nine of them and they're all different from different eras and he thinks that they were brought from the earth from undersea or something or buried and someone found them. And so it's a very strange thing. It's almost like Area 51 or S4 specifically is a garage for alien craft. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. So none of us know what's going on. The government's still very weird about it Mm. internationally because it would be an international thing. Everyone blames America for stuff like this. But if something like that exists, we're all in on it. Mm. Much like if, oh, there's a virus, everyone. We just don't know what to do. Everyone's part of it. So unilaterally, this is the kind of thing that the world would be very savvy to. It's a weird thing. Weird thing. But if, if anyone's interested... Bob Lazar's a guy. I don't even know. Yeah, just watch anything with him. It's an amazing documentary on Netflix about mm. him. Uh, he's very credible. He's very credible. His story doesn't change. He doesn't want the limelight. He's never taken any money from it. He's just telling you his experience mm. all the time. He's actually hating it. And he was on Joe Rogan recently, which is what I watched for actually a couple of years ago. But I just watched it. Yeah, right. Uh, because the farmer and me were fascinated. He's the farmer, I, I believe, because he wrote out words on his uh, his hand. <laughs> he was
0: making notes. It,
1: yeah, well, he had like some charcoal left over from what he was eating, and um, he basically like just wrote on his hand, "I've seen an alien," and then walked away after we watched it.
0: Maybe the farmer is
1: an alien. I don't think so. I don't think so.
0: He has Wi-Fi emitting. No, out he, of his... he
1: has a. Uh, you don't understand tech, oh, man. Oh no, different. I don't know anything, He's got a smart obviously. hearing aid. <laughs> it's an I Hear. All right, it's that's what it's eye called. Hear. I Hear. Yeah. It's, anyway, you want it's, to break up. It's made by Banana McIntosh, and he's got one of them. Uh, I Hear, and he does now. You he can okay. hear. But it, it's uh, it's uh, I mean it's like it's a walking hotspot. So it's kind of interesting. It whistles a bit. I'll, I'll be honest mm-hmm. it's a, every time he comes I think someone's boiled me tea and I haven't been able to do that for months so I just get really excited either that or I think it's a train
0: you wanted to wrap up with Mission Impossible
1: I did, Fallout I yep. was going to give everyone, if you got Netflix again I'm kind of guiding everyone on Netflix because it's the only thing I get to watch anything on so Mission Impossible Fallout was a good film wasn't one of the best in the series But it wasn't a bad film. It was a good film. To me, it felt like the Mission Impossible series, Quantum of Solace, Mm. where it was kind of like more fun and less intense around the edges than the others have been. Right. But it sort of caps off a story, which is what Quantum of Solace did too in the James Bond myth with Daniel Craig, the only James Bond films worth watching, uh, in my opinion. This was kind of like that. It filled in the sort of pseudo-story they had of the romantic entanglement with Ethan Hunt after Mission Possible 3 onwards, right? Mm. Tom Cruise's character, if you don't know the series. But one thing I thought was fun, and I saw it straight away, wasn't really a twist to the tale, because all the promotion ruined it, Mm. was that Superman playing Henry Cavill playing a CIA agent within the Mission Impossible (laughs) 2 franchise, much like Marcellus Wallace from Pulp Fiction, happened to be Ving Rhames playing a different character in Mission Impossible 2. Uh, Tom Cruise is always Tom Cruise. You know that. He's uh, Tom Cruise, he plays different roles all the time, but he's always Tom Cruise. And then Simon Pegg is always Simon Pegg. So it's funny how you have Superman and Marcellus Wallace in the same universe. How cool is that? But, um, yeah, I thought there were some really cool sequences in that. Mm -hmm. Some things I was just like, how the heck did they do that? Mm. Like the halo jump. You know the halo jump? You don't know what a halo jump is. you basically the first parachute jump they do. Yeah. And Superman, uh, who was like, I'm not Superman, so I can't fly. I need a parachute. He gets knocked out. Yeah. I won't ruin it. But that sequence is a halo jump. Okay. The point is... That was an amazing... How the hell did they do that sequence?
0: Um... It's weird.
1: I don't know if they legitimately did the stunt. Because it felt real. And Tom Cruise is insane. <laughs> so,
0: From my understanding, and I have been following a lot of post-production and special effects people on Twitter, and I think that I did see a clip where the cameraman has to jump... Down with: You them. know m- so my whole real. thing
1: is, did they actually do a halo jump, or did they synthetically do it? Because the stuff they were doing in that jump yeah. is so hard to do and legitimately do, because yeah. he's checking him, he's doing all of the fixing, changing his gas canister out, all of this stuff. I'm ruining it for everyone who hasn't watched it. I'm thinking they must have done that green screen somehow. But if they legitimately did that,
0: I think it's a hell
1: of amazing. I think
0: it was probably a mix of both.
1: Yeah, it could have been. Could have been. Could've so they been. did
0: the jump, but then all the details and stuff. But anyway, on.
1: we're ruining it for folks. I didn't <laughs> want to dissect the sequence. I was just saying that was one of the it best bits. It was cool. Bits.
0: It was cool. That
1: was one of the best bits of the story. That was great. Mm. And the thing that's really stupid about Superman, anytime he can fly. You know, anytime yep, he can he fly. He could just and, fly. And the else. interesting thing is, you know, like he'll be back because it's Superman. You know. This is why if anyone's seen it in sequence, it's Mission Impossible with Superman playing Henry Cavill playing this CIA agent. Then it's Justice League. And you know that what? Superman's bad, like in just he's like really angry, he's like really mean. It's because, you know, Tom Cruise beat the BGs out of him at the end of uh And that's Fallout. why he's so angry. Yeah, well it should be called Superman Fallout, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Superman Fallout featuring Missing Impossible People mm. and Marsalis was and Pulp Fiction it's a longer title so I get it Um, and on that note we will be back next week and there is a chance to start we're going to have to take some time off I'm just letting you all know around the world listening right now because we're moving field soon we're
0: actually
1: um, cave hunting. Yeah, we are. We're at this point. We're looking for another cave, no windows,
0: uh-huh. to
1: call our home. Maybe, um,
0: maybe, maybe we could have a window.
1: We'll have a sky hole like we had at the other one. Okay. We'll keep you posted. We'll mm. be back next week for sure. But then it might get a bit patchy here and there and everywhere because we've really got to uh, hunt our cave with a sky hole. Um, uh, we need a new base. We're getting uh told that we've got to leave the field so you know we're getting evicted yeah we're getting evicted from the field well you know things are opening up again mm. and so we really should probably get a abode so we'll keep you all posted and on that note this mission should you choose to accept it we're now self four, three, in five four three two one